0: You're listening to Who I Met at the Market, a podcast where we hear inspirational stories from our market goers. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Who I Met at the Market. You're listening to Alan and Sarah, and today we have on a very special guest and friend of ours who we obviously met at the market, and yeah, Alan, you want to tell us a little bit about her?
1: Yeah, so today we are speaking to the gorgeous Shania. She has been um, a shopper at our market, she's also held a store at our market a few times, Her Instagram and her TikTok and everything is just at Shania Kufner. She is a flight attendant and an influencer and just an all-round gorgeous, gorgeous, lovely girl.
0: Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Love to fly planes. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love to fly planes. She has been flying for around three years and flies for Qantas Australia. She makes TikToks, which have gone pretty viral, and they're just a day in the life of what it's like to be a flight attendant which we knew nothing about and um talking to her we got pretty nostalgic about planes and what it would be like to fly and we haven't obviously being in in lockdown for ever COVID we've had no holidays but we just like living through Shania obviously as her job and yeah she's also just, just a fashion queen yeah she's also just a fashion queen so so we talk about um, the studying and training and what it's like to undergo all of that to graduate and become a flight attendant. So that was really interesting as well. Yeah. So today's chat is all about fashion, lifestyle, flying and
1: what it takes to be an air hostess. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. And also
1: be an influencer at the same time. Yeah, She's a busy woman. Yes. Very impressive.
0: Yes. And We just love to see a girl boss winning. We also touch a little bit about on um, hate that she receives as well on some of her TikToks and nothing can really tear this blonde bombshell down. Yeah. 100%. Keep on listening. Yeah. Enjoy. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Just had a
2: few days off. Work's been a little quiet. So I've just been chilling at home with my dog and just, yeah, not doing too much. Yeah. But, um. It was a good market day, I will say. I was very happy with how that went. The last one, yeah, um, good, good. Yeah, it went, that was my that was my best one yet. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like I made as much as usual. And then I got to the car, counted all my money, and I was like, wow, this is the best one yet. So it yeah. was really a good day. Oh, oh good, God. good,
0: good. I feel like that was one of the ones where you had more stuff, though. Yeah, because you yeah. had filled three racks.
2: Exactly. That maybe that was it. I just had more to sell, but and luckily I sold the docs and they didn't go missing, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, we
0: recovered
1: the docs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That helps.
1: (laughs) Oh, every time people just don't know how it works.
2: I know, and there's even I didn't realize there was even signs up too, and they just obviously don't read the signs. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, We always try to think like, what can we do to help people understand? But there's not a lot. There's not
2: much you can do. Yeah, exactly. Just tell people
1: people as you go.
0: Mm. Exactly. Can only do your best. okay let's get into today's episode yay yay so we ask all of our guests what their favorite quote is
2: all right, so I've got mine. It's maybe a little cringy, but...
0: No, we love cringe. Love that.
2: Okay, perfect. It speaks <laughs> to my soul. Um, so it's a Disney quote uh, well, from Walt Disney. So King, yeah. said- <laughs> that's a bit of me right there. me. I love it. So it's um, all our dreams can come true if we just have the courage to pursue them. And I think I that's beautiful because I felt like so much so much of my life I spent, you know, in jobs I didn't like or doing things I didn't enjoy. And I was sort of like, well, I can be happy and I can do what I want to do if I just go for it and so that sort of speaks to me just yeah having the courage to go for what you want in life yeah i love
0: that yeah so do you like disney
2: i do i love disney i'm a disney fan
0: okay we just saw on your manifesting background and there was like a dog at um disneyland at
2: disneyland yes that's my favorite photo of all time honestly dogs (laughs) and disney that's like my two favorite
0: things (laughs) have you been to disneyland
2: Yes, so when we went to the USA, um, when was that, 2018, we went for three months, and my boyfriend and I both are obsessed with theme parks and Disney, so we spent like three days at the LA Disneyland, and then we mm-hmm. went to Disney World and spent like a whole week at that one, so we spent like a lot of our trip at theme parks,
0: because we just love them. <laughs> oh, they really are the happiest place on earth.
2: They are, I feel like I'm at my happiest state in a theme park, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the vibes are just high. Oh, the vibes are high. high you can't be upset you can't be sad yeah so true yeah oh that's too good no i love that quote that's very cute so um (laughs) you're a flight attendant but you're also an influencer how long have you been flight attending for
2: so i'm coming up on three years now which has gone pretty quick although there was 2020 covid time, so i Mm -hmm. didn't fly much that year but yeah since i started it's been about three years um yeah, but it's flown by literally and
0: <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> and what came first, influencing or flying?
2: So I started Instagram first, but when I when I started flying, I think I only had about fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. So it was still mm-hmm. pretty small, just making my way up. Um but yeah, so Instagram came first. I started that in around twenty seventeen, I think, and then um flight attending around twenty nineteen.
1: Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. And how did you get into flight attending? Is that something you've always wanted to do or it was just kind of random?
2: So I actually what didn't always want to do it. I had a nine to five job before the flight attending job that just like sucked my soul dry. It was the worst thing ever. And so I sort of, I left that and we went to America and then I was kind of like, well, I love travel. Maybe I should try flight attending. I'd never considered it before. It sort of just popped up that year. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I might do that when I get back from America. And then the job came up and I applied. Um, yeah. so it was sort of just uh I had nothing else I thought I would enjoy so I gave this a shot and it turned out to be something that I actually really love as a job so that's how it all came about
0: yeah that's awesome and what is the studying slash training for it like
2: so it's Um, a lot of people think actually that you need to have like a degree or a course or something. You don't need any of that. You literally just have to apply when the job comes up, but then once you get the job, there is a training school before starting. So it's two months of training and it's pretty rigorous. It's um, like exams, practical and theory exams, um, like pretty much every second day for the whole two months. Like it's quite an intense thing, but um, it has to be because they're preparing you for emergencies, you know, anything could happen on an aircraft and we have to be so prepared, like medical emergencies aircraft emergencies the whole works so that's why it's such an intense training period
1: yeah that's quite reassuring to hear that like the people on these flights are ready for anything
2: absolutely literally anything we have a whole day of training for like um possible fires in the toilet for example or like um what other things like an oven fire like they literally everything that could possibly happen we have a whole like um routine for and we know exactly what to do when it comes up so yeah, yeah. we're prepared
0: yeah oh, that's cool good. and is it based somewhere or was it like online
2: so it's yeah, it's sort of varies just depending on the time that you do the training i was lucky i had my training in brisbane and sydney so we sort of got like a little holiday while we were training so they fly you over they pay for your accommodation and you just yeah go um they have like transport that picks you up and takes you to the training place um yeah so it was sort of like a little holiday which was awesome too so we had some nice warm weather while we were training and got to see we went like on a day trip to noosa one of the days so that was nice but um yeah so it can be all over the joint we got lucky being in brisbane it's usually in sydney or in melbourne but just my group got lucky with brisbane
1: oh it seems like quite a social job as well like if you met a lot of friends through it
2: Absolutely, especially the training school friends, because the way they set it up usually is you'll share like a two bedroom apartment with one person. Yeah. And I was lucky the one person that I shared my apartment with became my, one of my best friends ever. So yeah. that worked out really well. So you definitely do have to be social all through training school. And then obviously the job in general, it's a very social job. So yeah. I mean, I would say I'm more introverted at times, but I can be extroverted too. So as long as you've got a little bit of extrovert in you, you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 It makes it
1: nice if you're doing like a long flight as well. You've got friends there and makes it go quicker it
0: definitely does yeah how fun and then do you do like training in flight and they do like um situations and stuff like that
2: yeah so it's really cool they have at the training schools like actual aircraft simulators so on the inside yeah there's like all the chairs and all the doors and everything and they have like in the windows there's actually screens so okay so like for example one of our training um like routines is we'll all be sitting in our jump seats like where the flight attendants sit on the plane when we're taking off and landing Mm -hmm. and then you won't know what's going to happen but there'll be some sort of emergency so in the window like either maybe fire will come up or you'll crash into the water and you have to like watch what's happening and then like sound start happening like you're crashing you have to get up start screaming your commands which is like evacuate evacuate or whatever the commands are for the specific emergency oh my god fuck, no. <laughs> i'll just scream cry run out <laughs> Intense and like there's the crashing sounds and out the window there's fire and it's like God this is a bit scary. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. nightmare. But I back. suppose they're testing you too. You can't be like on the ground weeping like a puddle, rocking like in a out. corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be you.
2: Although I will say like oh, it's easy enough to practice. Hey, in like a simulator. But if the situation were to arise, it's hard to know how you would react. You'd yeah. hope you'd, all the training would come back to you and you'd be on it. But also, yeah. it's like that's a very scary situation. So oh you never gosh. know. But hopefully that never happens. Cross yeah. <laughs> that never
0: happened Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, and then when you do these exams, do you graduate? Like, do some people? Do they? Do you fail? And they're all like, oh. yeah. So there can be fails. From my training group, just one person didn't
2: make it through. Okay, um, I mean most people could make it through you just have to commit and you know put in the effort study and take it seriously as long as you're doing that you'll be fine but um yeah just one person from ours didn't make it through but it's sort of just like for theory exams we had like an 80% pass rate so as long as you got 80% or above you were good to go and they give you a second chance even if you didn't fail one you get another chance if you failed all of them though they might end up being like okay it's time to go but um yeah, but theory exams I find a lot easier. I feel like I'm more of a book person. Like I can memorize things and put it out like on paper. Whereas the practical exams is what stressed me out because it's like you're performing. Like everyone's watching you. You're yeah. screaming, doing all this stuff that you have to do to like help in the emergency. That was the stuff that stressed me out a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Wow. Under pressure. Interesting. And do you have um like adequate like how you have to dress and stuff like your makeup and oh yeah
2: yeah there's pretty um like pretty strict makeup and hair policies as you'll probably notice whenever you go on an aircraft people are usually well presented yeah. um, so it's usually just for us like just slicked back hair um or if you've got a bob you can wear your hair down which i've considered cutting a bob a few times because that'd be nice just to have my hair down but then i'd have to wash it all the time so i think i'll just stick with the bun because then yeah. I like, can have dirty hair and just chuck it back i love that <laughs> yeah it's much easier and then makeup is just um just like neat makeup just presentable it doesn't have to be anything for crazy you just have to look you know like you didn't just get out of bed tapping. yeah <laughs> yeah which is hard at like kind from of like
0: a 3 a.m flight
2: I know when I get called at 3 a.m the last thing I want to do is put on makeup but you just have to yeah. do it <laughs> yeah
0: because like people are sitting um on aircrafts and like often ones that are quite short that don't have in-flight entertainment they're just looking at your face I <laughs> do you find yeah. that
2: I do, I do. Especially I find it for most when I'm on the jump seat on takeoff and like so you're sitting there and there'll be people right in front of you and they just love to stare and you're like, oh, that's so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> they're right in front of you. Oh, yes, that's I so find true. that hard sometimes. My eyes are like darting everywhere just trying not to catch eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> I know I do too but we're lucky I mean the Qantas flights usually do have the in-flight entertainment so or if we don't have that we have wi-fi at least so people are usually pretty
0: entertained yeah, anyway yeah. yeah can you believe like not even that long ago there wasn't in-flight entertainment and there wasn't wi-fi yeah. on board I know like what the, what did you do what did do- I know.
2: I feel like especially um, Wi Fi has made such a difference. Having, being able to just connect to all your usual things when you're up in the air, that's yeah. been such a good addition. I feel like it was only, it's only a recent thing, surely. I feel like yeah. not long ago we didn't have Wi Fi. Well, yeah. you had to pay.
1: Like, I think last time I did a long haul, yeah, yeah. I had to pay, or like first class people got it, and that was it.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's really convenient having that.
1: Yeah. It's a game changer. Do you do any long haul, or do you do mostly, um, I see you fly around like Australia.
2: Yeah, so I'm short haul. So we yeah. do um, mostly domestic, but there are some international flights that fall into short haul. So I've okay. done um, Auckland. So we do New Zealand. Um, we do Bali, um, Tokyo, Singapore, um, Hong Kong. So a few of like the closer Asia flying yeah. as well. So we usually do all of that, but obviously since COVID, we haven't yeah. done any of those in a long time. But the Bali's were always the best flights. So I can't wait till they open again and we can get back there because yes. the hotel we stay at it's so beautiful i was gonna say that's one of the big
1: perks of the job when you get like the nice stayovers and obviously they put you up and and pay for stuff that's like that's a dream
2: absolutely yeah so we're all praying for bali to open up so we can all get our bali fans back you'll
1: be fighting for those shifts
0: (laughs) we will we'll be fighting I have another question about training that I just thought about. Oh, yeah. When people, do they train you for, like, if somebody's having, like, a panic or anxiety attack? Do you know what I mean? Because that happens on flights often, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely.
2: Absolutely, it does, yeah. So we just, I mean, it's sort of like a case-by-case thing as well. Like, there's no specific training they can give us, but they talk us through, yeah, like, basic things of what we can say and what we can do to help out. Um, We also have, like, um, if someone was in a serious panic attack, for example, we've got oxygen that we can bring out because sometimes just having the oxygen being able to breathe a bit better that helps so we have yeah. oxygen we use those in flight quite a bit so the big oxygen tanks will bring out to help people um yeah we're trained for that we're trained for we've got like the defibrillator for the hearts so mm-hmm. if like God forbid someone had a heart attack, we've got one of those on board. Um, yeah, so pretty much anything that could happen to a person, we're trained to be able to do our best at helping, but yeah. also we would be, like if it was a serious medical emergency, we'd usually ask for a doctor or a nurse on board, um, and there's usually always someone on board that can help, yeah. so it's not just on us, there's usually someone that will be able to help as well. Interesting. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, again, reassuring. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially Qantas. I feel like I noticed we get a lot of like doctors and like higher up people because I I feel yeah, like it's cool. quite a well esteemed airline. So yeah. there's always a doctor on board.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had anything crazy happen on a flight? Any crazy stories? Yeah.
0: Somebody asked in our question box oh, what yeah. the um the scariest experience on a plane was. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to ask it that.
2: Yeah. Maybe
1: scary. <laughs> maybe we don't know. <laughs>
0: But do you have any
2: crazy stories? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I've got a few. They're not really that crazy, just like funny things that have happened. But um, I remember this one time we were, everyone had gotten off the plane and in business class, there was just a pair of jocks left on the seat. And we were like, are they used? Oh. Like, did someone oh, just get undressed? No. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so that was weird. Yeah. Um. We get a lot of like coming into landing. People will just like, we're almost about to land and someone will just stand up and start walking around. And we're like, sit down doing um so that happens often actually like you'd think people would know we're coming into land seatbelt sign is on like stay seated but people will just like get up and try and go to the toilet and that's stressful for us because when you land like it could be a hard landing and they could fall over and hurt themselves so that's a crazy
0: thing that happens more than I expected would happen um do people do you see two people going into the bathroom together that just doesn't (laughs) happen anymore
2: I've never seen it actually um
0: (laughs) what would you
1: do in that situation you just leave them to it or do you have to be like
2: (laughs) I I think we're supposed to knock and be like um excuse me but I don't know if I'd want you (laughs) no I think that would be so uncomfortable yeah and imagine them having to walk out to the walk of shame oh I'm that makes me uncomfortable (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose you would only do it if there was like an empty flight or like everyone was asleep because how the fuck would you yeah. together?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then you come out, there's like a massive queue of people waiting.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> you know? my God. Imagine. <laughs> See, they could, so I mostly fly a Boeing 737, which is a smaller aeroplane. It's just got the one aisle and like okay, the three seats right. on each side. Yeah. Um, but every now and then we do do the Airbus, which is like the double aisle. So it would be like um, the two seats, the four, another aisle, and then another two. Yeah. So those aircrafts, the bigger ones have a ton of toilets in like little hallways and stuff. So on that one, you could much easier, like sneak in and oh, sneak and that's out. <laughs> <for our listeners. laughs> Write that one down guys. <laughs> so only, on bus. Bus. <laughs>
1: only on the Airbus. Only on the Airbus, not on the Boeing. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful when you look, you get the right oh, plane. Oh, <laughs> this
0: has made me feel like really nostalgic about traveling yeah, and like flying. Yeah, I'm flights. ready to fly now. <laughs> I haven't I been airplane in so long. Have you flown since COVID? No. no I haven't been anywhere no not even but... anywhere in um in Australia yeah. Yeah, I'm domestic. flying home this year which is exciting yeah in May. can you go
1: visit home that's
0: so exciting yeah. is it London
1: uh Birmingham so like Midlands. Okay. so yeah it's a long long flight yes it's it the is. first time in like two and a half years which is crazy
2: oh yeah. that would be so amazing yeah. I'm so excited so, for you.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited.
2: Yeah, my mum was born in England um, in a place oh. called Western Supermare. Oh, yeah. By the beach. Yeah, yeah, by the beach. Yeah. I know. So um, <laughs> we went, it's really nice there. We went back there when I was 21 yeah. and I loved it. So, yeah, I love the UK. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it's so nice. I'm so excited. Excited like to see everyone. Absolutely. They'll be so happy to see you as
1: well. Yeah. But yeah, just being on a plane is going to be crazy. Yeah.
0: I know. Yeah. And what do you think um, the peak and the pit of this job is? So I would say obviously the pros are
2: probably obvious ones, being able to travel and get paid to do it, especially yeah. when we have overnight stays, getting paid to stay at these amazing hotels. It's it's awesome. Um, so that's definitely a pro. Probably also just having like not a set schedule. Like I used to have a nine to five job and I really hated it. It would get to Saturday, Sunday, and I'd just be like so sad that the week was starting again. And I felt like I was always living for the weekend. Yeah. But in this job, it's so varied, the schedules. And I feel like I have more time off, even if I'm working the same amount of hours I still feel like I have more time off for myself so it's just I love a varied schedule which is what this job has and I'd say just like hearing people's stories like the people that you meet the stories that they have on board like the passengers um that can be really rewarding too. just hearing about people's lives and yeah meeting new people so I really like that yeah yeah so those are, those are probably the, probably the pros. Cons, I would say would be the 3am call outs when I'm literally dead asleep and they call me at three, like, Hey, can you come out to do a Perth return? That is, it kills you. Oh yeah, oh, okay. hurt your soul. Yeah. It's it's I, like the ringtone of my phone. If I hear it at any time throughout the day, it like gives me PTSD when they call at 3am. <laughs> yeah so that that sucks a little bit but it's not too bad like once you're um up and about you know you're fine it's just that initial wake up but another thing would probably be um sometimes we have just really long duties that can be really tiring like we might do a perth return or a darwin return where we literally just fly melbourne to perth or darwin and then back in the same day so it's about an 11 hour shift
0: um and that takes it
2: out of you yeah yeah just being on the aircraft in general, it makes you tired. Um, so when you're yeah, yeah, also standing and working that whole time, oh, it's it's tiring.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Lot. Yeah.
0: So those are the only things I'd say that really are a con to me. Have you seen the show Flight Attendant?
2: No, but if you is that the one with the girl from Big Bang Theory? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but people have told me to watch it. Yeah, it's good,
0: but she portrays it like as like a. I'm sure that some flight attendants would have this life, but it's like wild and partying, and then getting on a flight, and it's been like you've just been at the club and like yeah, it probably could be like
2: that. (laughs) Absolutely, you know what? I've got some stories. There's definitely some girls that um yeah. Probably live that life a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, that sounds like a lot. 11 hour shifts <laughs> after a night out. Can you imagine?
2: I could not. I think international is more party than um domestic as well because they yeah. do have more time away and more
0: time to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. true. And you're like, get me in bed with a Disney film.
2: <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that is me. I'm like, if you guys go to the club, I'll go to Disneyland. See you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that way better.
2: Ah, oh, that's too good.
1: to talk to you about influencing as well because that's obviously came first how did you get into that and how did that come about?
2: So, actually, speaking of the UK, Mum and I went to London when I turned twenty-one for my twenty-first birthday present. Um, and because we were overseas and I didn't know anyone there, I was like, "Mum, I'm just going to try, like, take some cool outfit photos. We'll see how it goes." Um, so that was like my place I started because I felt yeah. comfortable not knowing anyone around yes. there. Um, so yeah, so I literally just started taking photos in outfits and posting them on Instagram, tagging brands, doing hashtags, and all that stuff. And it started growing. Um, so that was. I would say October, 2017 when I started Um, and it's been slow progress, I've definitely seen There's been a lot of people that have gone quicker than I have, but it's just I feel luck of the draw and it's just depends on the algorithm at the time and all that stuff. So it's been slow growth, but um yeah, we're slowly building it up.
1: Amazing. No, you're doing really well. Yeah, we love your feed. Obsessed.
2: Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. (laughs) The feed has definitely changed over time. It's crazy looking back at like twenty eighteen photos with like the filters and all the crazy stuff we (laughs) were doing.
0: It's definitely a lot more normal now, a lot more laid back. Yeah. Yeah. it kind of happened organically
2: yeah I would say so I just was like I'm just gonna try this see what happens I think I started it just thinking like I was seeing these girls getting collabs with cool brands and getting free clothes and I was like that was sort of in my head like oh that would be awesome if I could do that Um, and then it ended up being much more than that like I ended up actually getting paid work and that's when I realized oh wow like this is something I could definitely do on the side of my full-time job just to have you know a little bit of extra on the side yeah and it's so
1: fun what a fun little way to make some more money Absolutely, yeah. Do you have any tips for anyone who's
2: starting out and wanting to get into influencing? I would say it's hard now because I will say that the platform is a lot different than it was back in the day. It's a lot harder to grow. Although I have seen some people start up new accounts, start posting reels like crazy and just blow up. So it's definitely luck of the draw. So I feel like if you want to start, just give it a go, like what I did. Just start posting. Do it for fun at the start and just see what comes of it. I think if you take it too seriously, that's when it can get a bit stressful and a bit um tolling on like your men- on your health. Yeah. Um, if you're too worried about it. But yeah, just give it a go. Just see what happens i would say um tag brands in your photos because then they'll see your content and maybe then offer to send you clothes or um, work with you or whatever um and start finding people that have like a similar following to you make friends and then they'll engage on your posts and you can support each other um yeah so those are a few things i'd probably
0: say yeah good cool yeah i feel like it's not i think there's still room for everyone like it's not like oh we've got our big guys and they're I'm like oh my god no there's people blowing up like every 5 minutes oh my gosh 100%. like this Absolutely. with the girl that we've just worked with recently sofa dofan oh sorry yeah like, sofa on tiktok yeah and it's just like she that has just like blown up
2: really yeah. recently overnight
0: pretty much yeah. so recent
2: i know i felt like overnight she was just this huge thing it was amazing to see like
0: good on her yeah, yeah. i feel like it's also time and, yeah, because people often ask me like, "Oh, how did you grow Hunter Markets following so big?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I spend so years. many hours on it." Yeah, oh no, like years. You I mean, I'm like, my screen time is disgusting because I'm yeah. always right on it. You can't just expect to like post and ghost. I feel yeah, you no, need absolutely. to like Literally put the time in. Yeah, time in, commenting yeah. on people's stuff. Also, well, yes. if I because I, I follow Soph on TikTok and she's posting like sometimes like four times a day, and I'm yeah. Like,
2: I know. They say with TikTok that to grow, you should be posting like three times a day. And I'm like, oh, I
0: don't have time for this. Yeah. I'm going to post.
2: Like, I just run out of stuff to post about. Yeah. yeah, that too. Run out of ideas. Yeah. She just posted
1: like when she went on them, um, she was flying somewhere and it was just like at the airport. And that was just a video. Yeah. Uh, at the airport.
2: That's it. That's what I like about TikTok though. I feel like it's, um, it's easier to get content and it's a lot more sort of carefree and fun. Whereas Instagram, I feel like I take it a lot more seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I've been in- enjoying TikTok lately. It's kind of fun just to be a little less curated and just post things that are like, I don't know, less effort. Yeah. Yeah. People have been really interested in the flight attendant stuff. That's how I grew yes. on TikTok. I didn't think it was that interesting. Oh my God, it's so interesting.
0: That's yeah. why we got you on here. Yeah.
2: I guess when it's your job, you sort of forget that it's exciting as well. Yes, so, definitely. yeah, yeah. People have been loving that. But I've been trying, I sort of started TikTok to have it as like a secondary platform to my Instagram and have mm-hmm. it about the same things, sort of fashion and styling and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm struggling to get the fashion videos to go anywhere. It's just the flight attendant stuff that people love. So, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm yeah but i do feel like that's a little bit with reels on instagram too like you can put a lot less effort into reels and i've seen some things blow up that i'm like wow that was so easy i could have made that in two seconds so yeah, i yeah. think the video content is yeah bringing up the chance to post things that have yeah a bit less thought put into them and just like a little more fun which is always yeah. good
1: we yeah. find that as well don't we like tiktoks and reels and stuff the ones that we put no effort in and we've just like we're just kind of messing around will blow up and then we'll spend like hours yes. on a fashion reel and it's like yeah no one cares. Yeah. I know. So yeah. Weird. I feel the same. Just random.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Lack of the draw. <laughs> it is. It
0: honestly is. The algorithm just picks yeah. what it wants. Yeah. You also have to think of a way of like things what you would like. Yes. Like to. what do you want to consume and yeah. like. Things that we enjoy watching, or what we, me and you, send each other. Yeah, like, like more memes yeah. and like funnier things. Dog memes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people want. Like,
2: that's my favorite part of um, TikTok: the dog yeah. stuff. Oh my god, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah. So, um, do you have any tips of, on getting good content? Um, I would say I always recommend like sort of trying to stay
2: in with the trends, but don't change who you are for it. Like sort of like adapt the trends into something that you feel is organic to yourself. So like if you... I feel for me when I grew the most was when I was sticking to a trend but making it my own, is what I'm trying to say. So, like, at 2020 was my big growth time on Instagram. I think I grew about 10,000 followers in maybe three or four months. Mm-hmm. And that was when the um, trend was like the home content, like the lockdown, like mirror photos and like just basic content at home. Um, so, I jumped on that trend quite quickly. Um, and then, but made it my own. I still incorporated color and did the things that I'd usually do outdoors. But yeah, with that trend, and that helped me grow. So, I think, yeah, keeping keeping aware of what the trends are but sort of adapting it to what you like to do as well and i think the same goes for tiktok too like jumping on the trending audios and stuff like that like you can can put it to your niche and do it the way you want to do it but sort of still incorporating a trend into your content that definitely helps with growth Mm -hmm. yeah and who does your boyfriend take photos for you or like so mostly at the moment it's eliza who you met at the market oh yeah oh yeah Um, yeah, so mostly it's been her. We've been shooting a lot together. We, um, but she's leaving in, oh, when's she leaving? In April. She's, um, her boyfriend's in the army, so they're getting repositioned to Brisbane. So she'll Aww. be leaving me. Aww. So, um, when she's gone, I usually shoot with either my boyfriend, not too often though. Mostly, if not uh, Eliza, it would be my mum or my other friend from Instagram, Ivana. So I've got a few people that can help That's me good. out. Yeah, it's good to have someone who yeah. can give you a hand with it. Yeah. Yeah. I try to avoid shooting with my. boyfriend
0: because he gets impatient really quickly yeah that's just boys (laughs) do you you, um bulk content like say if you like looking cute one day and you're like let's bring three or four outfits and we'll we do,
2: yeah. We usually—that's usually how I always do it. Um, we we'll plan like a shoot day, um, and just head out somewhere. Like, because I'm from the north side of um Victoria, where there's not as many cute spots. So we usually take a drive over to like the southeast suburbs, bring a bunch of cute outfits, and yeah, stock up on content while we're there, while we've got the makeup on, while we look cute. So yeah, that's usually what I'll do. Yeah,
1: because it looks like on the ground that like these influencers every day are looking like incredible, and it's like that's not real life.
2: Absolutely not. I can promise you, I look like this most days
0: (laughs) same (laughs) it's a good tip for someone starting out though and they're like oh i don't have a lot to post and it's like yeah 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 i don't have time every day if you just um bulk Yeah. yeah yeah once a week
2: yeah well i used to work yeah the nine to five job while i was doing instagram and i only had saturday sunday and if it was raining one of the days you know i only had literally one day so yeah i was always just bulk um collecting content so that i had a lot to upload yeah yeah
1: yeah you just got to make the effort I think people think that it's so like it's easy. so easy yeah and people don't really work for it and it's like oh it's not a real job or whatever but it's hard work
0: it's a lot <laughs> it's yeah constant. and you
1: feel
2: like you're just always on your phone you're always looking yeah. at the screen yeah. yeah you never like clock off from it really
0: yeah exactly absolutely have you ever um received any hate or had trolls well only on tiktok It's funny.
2: Instagram is such a, I feel, a supportive, positive, happy environment. That's how my experience has been anyway. My followers have been just really kind and supportive. But yeah, Yeah. I started TikTok and one of my first videos that went viral was a flight attendant vlog, like the ones that have been going um, viral. And yeah, the men found that video and just went wild (laughs) as they always do. Um, So yeah, that was my first experience with hate. They were just hating on the job. like They were just saying things like, what were they saying? Um, Oh, you're just a glorified wait waitress um
0: Interesting. Just mean
2: things yeah. yeah and it's always just the men on
0: tiktok we always the men. we spoke about this on the last episode with emma who she's a tiktoker her name's emma angel yeah. and we spoke about like um people are just meaner on tiktok even yeah. the TikToks, yes. like uh, we were speaking about ones that's like um like guys that are like oh like Disgusted by like body hair and like, yeah. me- or like yes. videos are just videos are just meaner on yeah, TikTok. No, yeah. people and people are like, f- "Can say that shit?" And it's like, "Oh, it's not." Yeah, you get cancelled on Instagram. That shit. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. a different like
2: people base on tiktok than instagram i can't get over how different it is yeah i feel like if your video goes somewhere you're pretty much guaranteed to get at least a little bit of hate like there's just always someone that wants to have something to say so i don't know why tiktok's like that and instagram isn't i don't know if people are just more comfortable in the app and
0: they feel like i don't know um yeah i find that as well i also um view like sometimes on my for you page like um like sex workers or like girls who are are strippers and like doing their night out and like how much money they're making it's like yeah and there's like females on that like yes get that bag rip those men off (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like the men that are like dragging them down like you're you're, you know you're gross and things like that which is mad because
1: they're
2: the customers
0: yeah you're the
1: ones spending money on these strippers so why are you then bagging them
0: yeah
2: Absolutely. Yeah. The way I feel about it is, I just feel like I mean, I don't even I don't know if they're men or if they're little boys. Like, who knows what yeah, it is? True. Whatever it is, it's that type of person. But um, yeah, I just feel like as soon as they see someone who is like a successful young woman, that is where the hate just like comes yeah. in. It's like, hard to a successful young woman.
1: They hate to see a girl boss winning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's So
2: true. Young woman. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so true. Oh, it's crazy. Sad. I'm just posting about like my happy day at my job like why do you need to be negative like <laughs>
1: why does this offend you <laughs> yes I know
2: oh it's, it's crazy yeah, oh I got one the other day I posted about I don't know if you saw about my house and the audio was like um how to live with a man and still have a cute apartment
1: oh I love that oh, yes. I love that, audio. Yeah,
2: that one went a little bit further than a lot of mine go but yeah it reached men as well and they were all like oh that's so toxic you're so toxic he's got no opinions like how dare you and I was like okay it's a joke like chill out yeah.
1: <laughs> this is a viral audio This isn't is saying yeah so. <laughs>
2: exactly people it's not me speaking yeah Yeah. and then I showed my boyfriend and he just laughed he was like show them the gym show them all the rooms that I've had to stay in and I was like exactly like they only they're judging from a seven second video like they don't know anything about me or my boyfriend or my life but they still hate
0: (laughs) do you have any tips for people receiving hate like that or hateful messages um yeah I would I mean it's so easy to say just don't worry
2: about it but it's sort of the way you have to go about it like think of all the positive comments that you've gotten don't let the one bad comment like ruin the hundreds of good comments you've gotten yeah. um, but it's, it's easier said than done for sure like when I first got that um the TikTok that started getting the hate and that was my first time experiencing hate I definitely yeah. let it get to me more than I should have yeah. but then as time progressed i kind of just learned to just laugh at it and not worry because I mean they're nobodies that they don't know you or your life yeah. and they've yeah. got nothing better to do so I guess just thinking about yeah focusing on the positives rather than the negatives helps a bit yeah. um and also maybe going into it just expecting okay like there could be some negative comments I'm
0: not going to let it phase me like maybe prepare yourself beforehand that yeah. could help too yeah.
2: um but yeah I guess it's always easier said than done
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like also turning your phone off and realizing that this actually doesn't affect your life it's just a platform on there yeah. like you know you can what I mean move away from it yeah yeah exactly that's yes absolutely not, that's not, very true yeah they're not in your space they're not they're actually just, there. It's just... yeah or if
2: it really affects you I mean even maybe just don't read comments I mean it's hard because you want to respond to the positive comments but yeah. um if it's really getting to you yeah maybe just don't read the comments in general
1: yeah. yeah yeah that's a good tip it's crazy like the bigger people get the more like the more hate they get the less they are affected by it like if you get like one yes. hate comment a month you'd be like oh my gosh caught up on it if you got like hundreds you'd be like eh, whatever I
2: know I always wonder how the bigger girls like the girls with huge platforms cope with like a lot of hate at once like it'd be a hard thing to adapt to and get used to but I guess you do I guess you just get desensitized to the hate pays
0: out eventually yeah yeah sad um when did you start like confidently charging for insta post or your content do you have any tips for girls wanting to kind of make that transition
2: yeah so i think i started charging maybe between 15 and twenty thousand followers on instagram but i do feel like times have changed i feel like people are talking about charging a lot earlier on now and i think maybe brands are realizing that um even micro influencers still have an influence and they deserve to be paid so that's great to hear that things are changing yeah so but for me i think it was between 15 and 20k um and i just i just started saying to people like i'm sorry i'm no longer taking gifting collaborations on but this is my um media kit, this is my pricing and if you want to work with me, this is what it will cost. Okay. Because you do have to know your worth and you are putting yeah. in work and effort and time. And um yeah, it's not easy. You're not just, you know, it doesn't take five seconds to do like most people think. It's a whole day, especially yeah. for me who doesn't live on like the pretty side of town. It's a whole day of yeah. going out and getting this content. So that's when I started realizing, yeah, you know, I'm gonna start charging. If people don't want to go ahead with it, that's fine. Like I'm not losing anything. But um yeah, so I just reckon if you want to start charging Start charging <laughs> and okay, just yeah, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah, and
1: how do you set your prices? Did you have to do like some research and figure out like how much these things are worth?
2: Yeah. This is the hard part. Um, I did do some research and I think when I started charging the like normal pricing was sort of like, so if you had 10,000 followers, you'd charge a hundred for a post or twenty thousand, two hundred, thirty thousand, right. three hundred, and so on and so forth. But I think it's sort of changed now. I think people are charging more now because people are sort of realizing their worth and brands are sort of realizing too, that they do have to pay more for yeah, good, good content. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's hard to know. I think everyone's a little bit different and like you can do your research, but every website tells you something different, but I think if you maybe know people in the industry asking them what they charge as well, sort of to gauge what you should be charging, that helps. But um, I do notice in Australia, we get paid a lot less than um, in America and the UK. I know a lot of, like I've got a lot of friends that I speak to that are in um, the UK and America and brands over there are just a lot more willing to pay for content and willing to pay more for content. Whereas in Australia, I will say Australian brands are a little um, less willing to pay and if they're going to pay, they're less willing to pay your whole amount. Yep. So yeah, it's sort of, I guess, just gauging the brand as well and what they're going to be willing to pay. But um, I do negotiate. Like sometimes I'll give my price and they'll say, well, can we do this instead? And I'm happy to negotiate, you know, something's better than nothing. Yep. But yeah, it's it's hard to know. Yeah. Getting yeah. that
1: line between like negotiating and just getting ripped off, you know, like knowing your yes. worth. Sticking with it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And also you have to at the end of the day, you're you you have a following and you have a brand and you have to stick to that too. So if somebody's gonna send you, um, I don't know, let's say like toothpaste or like teeth whitening (laughs) or something like that, and you're like, I've gotta stick to my own brand too. And like, so how much are you gonna pay me to fucking post about Yeah. 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 A tan something 'cause you're like I I have to stick to what I'm true to and what my people want to see. And I'm like, How much are you gonna pay me to post about me getting a, putting a tanning mitt on? Or whatever.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very particular. I mean, you'll notice from my feed. I just, I don't really do any skincare or makeup or tan. I just like to stick to fashion, which is what I actually care about. Yeah. I mean, I might on stories like shout out, like if a brand wants, say, I, I might accept a story collaboration where I'm just talking about the products there. But I, yeah, I like to keep my feed just fashion, just what I really love. Um, yeah. And I feel like that helps keep yourself sort of authentic because your followers can see that you're not just chucking in ads here and there. Like it's just, it's pretty. Um, yeah. organic and everything yeah. you're promoting is what you actually enjoy yeah yeah no, that's
1: important for sure what do you think about um like aesthetic instagram feeds like you said your feed has changed a lot since you first died do you think people are still putting in that effort to like match their feeds and make it look a certain way or it's way more just like authentic
2: yeah I would say at the moment it's definitely more the vibe of like make yourself look like you're not trying, look carefree, and yeah. like don't look too curated. But that in itself is an aesthetic, you know? Like the yeah, aesthetic now sure. is looking carefree. But I guarantee you we're all still putting in as much effort as we used yeah. to put more. Like we're not putting in effort. Yeah, probably more effort. So um I think that's the current aesthetic is just looking like you're not putting in effort. But I think there's always gonna be a trend in an aesthetic that people are following. Okay. Um and that's what the current one is but I mean it is a little bit less um like full-on than it used to be like with the crazy presets that everyone was using and all this and I feel like even with editing as as well people are a lot more um transparent about like if they're editing or not and like so that's becoming a bit better but um yeah there's definitely still like an aesthetic that people are following I feel (laughs) yeah a hundred percent chaotic yeah is the aesthetic yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like that I don't really on my on hunter markets where I follow heaps of people but on my own personal account I only follow a very certain small amount of people because I just don't really like care about seeing like the I don't know like the the shoe on the bed or like the I don't know how to I explain it mean. like you know what I mean the filler, I'm like yeah, the the filler, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, filler. I don't care about seeing yeah like, a, yeah a shadow hand because I'm yeah. like I do <laughs> <what you mean. laughs> yeah That is such I just a big thing follow yeah. follow stuff that i want to see and that brings me joy so I yeah feel like that could possibly be on on its way out yeah
2: yeah i think it is too i think if anything people are doing their filler in like the photo dumps that are popular at yes. the moment yeah. so yeah. that's their way they're getting the filler out but it's still a little bit more enjoyable and like you can um consume more of it because there's more options like it's a photo dump there's heaps to look through very so true. i guess that's
0: that's the new filler yeah, yeah.
2: no that's very yeah yeah cool.
0: Yes. Do you do photo yeah. dumps?
2: Not all that often. Sometimes um, I kind of get a bit lazy. I love a dump. <laughs> I do love a dump, Yeah. but um, <laughs> no, I don't do them all that often. And they're kind of hard work because you have to have so many like nice aesthetic photos of things. And I sometimes yeah. just forget to take photos. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes.
1: It's good though. If there's photos that aren't maybe aesthetic, but are like of a good time or a good memory that you want to yeah. upload, you're like, oh no, it doesn't look that great on my feed. You can like just chuck it in a dump.
0: Tuck it in a that. dump. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I do like that. <laughs> that's so gross. Uh,
2: what I'm struggling with though is um that yeah having all these platforms now now that it's photo and video like an equal amount of effort put into both like I'll have one day where I'm focusing on getting video content but then I've forgotten to get any photos for like a photo dump or for filler so it's yeah. hard to like remember to get all this content that's required at the moment so that's yeah. definitely been the challenge
1: yeah and also just enjoy whatever you're doing it's like you go out for dinner it's like I've got to get videos I've got to get photos I've got to do this and it's Uh, like I'm trying to enjoy this meal yeah I
2: know I just want to have a nice meal yeah (laughs) full-time job I don't know how people do YouTube as well
0: imagine having TikTok reels Instagram YouTube oh my god it's a lot (laughs) yeah yeah so you're big into manifesting aren't you like us ah
2: yeah I am a bit maybe not because
0: we saw your little background as well of your
2: oh yeah I guess I do do that I'm not as much into like journaling and all that stuff but I do little things here and there yeah
1: Mm. Yeah, set goals and stuff more more so yeah, than
2: manifesting stuff like
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah do you have any like what? Who is a dream brand collaboration for you?
2: Um, so I think always Revolve has been one because I they can... do those like Revolve festivals and Revolve around the world, and they like take the influencers on holidays like that's yeah, so, so good. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, at Coachella, how they have, like, the festival for Revolve. So yes. I think that's everyone's dream brand just because of the experiences that yeah. come with it. Yes. But um, I also really like with Jane. I'd love to work with them, but I don't know if they do many collaborations. I don't really notice
0: that too often. Yeah. Are they yeah. stopped on Revolve? Yeah. I, I not Revolve, I like, similar to, to, like, the Iconic or something? No. It's, oh, yeah. It's, like, lots of different
2: brands, Um, but they're, like, expensive, like, fancy yes. brands. Yes. More, more expensive than the Iconic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Ah, oh, cool. Okay, we're putting that out into the universe. Yeah. Um, hopefully. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you work with, um, uh, like, activewear, like Gymshark or, like, things like that?
2: No. um, I have worked with a couple. I'm trying to think who it was. A few smaller, like, activewear brands. I can't even remember who it was at the moment. But, no, none of the big ones yet. I yeah. guess because my feed, it's definitely more fashion. fashion. I, yeah, I'm yeah. In this, It's not so much, like, yeah, the main part of my feed. But I would love to god I have so much active wear and I buy it all yeah <laughs> yeah nice for free yeah, <laughs> yeah. gym yeah. shop would be a good one for you but I think yeah you would have to start showing a
1: lot more of like your workouts and stuff for them to yeah be yeah in. and I don't do a
2: lot of that I do a bit on stories but definitely not on the feed yeah exactly would you yeah. ever do YouTube I don't know people have been asking especially um like about the flight attendant and stuff doing yeah. like proper vlogs but um like I said it's just it's so much content to create yeah. and I also still work so it's, if this was my full-time job content creating then maybe but with juggling all of this with my job as well it's just like when do I have time to just chill out and relax yeah I think that's it just that little bit too much yeah. doing YouTube
1: yeah. yeah if you ever wanted to like stop working and do this full time I guess that would be a good like
2: yes leeway into that absolutely yeah but I think yeah if you're because most of the girls I think that do YouTube that do every platform and are successful on every platform I think they are mostly doing it full time yeah, so yeah you've just got more time in your week to, to get all the content but yeah for me I'm trying to work as well. Yeah. It's Only so many hours in the day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I do like my me time. I like to relax. I like to sit down, you know, play Sims or read a book. So yes. mm-hmm.
0: I need to yes. that. 100%. Yeah. That's very important. What other goals do you have for this year?
2: Um, let's see, I want to, finish. my goal is to finish off the house, like we're almost finished, but there's still a bit of decor that needs to be done, a few more things to collect. So that's a goal. Um, also just, I want to book a holiday somewhere, like an international holiday, I want to go somewhere. So that's definitely a huge one. I think I want to go to Hawaii. That's so you, beautiful,
0: isn't it? I can see we you there, hair in the like. The content. content, I'm yeah, ready for the, the content. content. <laughs> the coconut girl content yeah, is coming. The girl content, that would so yes. oh, I
2: love it. There, it's honestly like you know how everyone has like that special international destination that like has a place in their heart. Yes. That's Hawaii for me. Oh my god! Did gosh. you
0: see the meshier twins just there? Do you yes, them? Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. I
2: do. I've been stalking them. Um, I'm all, Like all I consume, I swear, at the moment is like Hawaii content. Like on YouTube, I'm just like constantly watching Hawaii vlogs and this and that from Hawaii. I just, yeah. I want to go so bad. You are manifesting.
0: Yeah, we're, we're putting that out there.
2: <laughs> Put it out there. Um, so either this year or next year, hopefully. Oh, oh, we crossed.
0: hope that for you because we can't wait to see more. Yeah. 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 I know. Are you guys going to go
2: anywhere soon? Have you got any holidays booked or planned? i
0: going back home. But we really want to take Hunter Markets to Sydney. So that's a goal that we want to do this year. (gasps) That would be amazing. Yes, that would be awesome. And gather a few um, influencers up there. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. That's super exciting. Yeah, just need to work out the logistics
1: of it. Because obviously we've got the the warehouse here and all the racks here and stuff. So it's just a bit of a... Bit of a logistical thing but we'll figure it out
2: yes oh it'd be so successful though because there's not really anything like this in any other state like it'd be yeah. so popular and we get
1: messages all the time like oh my god please can you come here please can you come to prison yeah all this kind of stuff. yeah
2: so, there's definitely a the market trip. absolutely oh my god well i can't wait to see that yeah. that's exciting thank
1: you we'll definitely fly with Qantas don't worry
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> please do. sponsored by Qantas <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, lovely. We'll see you soon when you've accumulated more
2: hoodies yes. for us. Yeah, come back. I will, I will. Hopefully, yeah, I'll try to maybe six months' time. Usually I do it every six yeah. months, so I'll be back for sure.
0: Yay. Amazing.
2: Oh, well, it was so nice talking to you guys.
0: Thank you so much for this chat. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome.
2: It's my first podcast. It was very fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Congrats! Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you want to
1: plug like, is there anything else you want to plug, or give us your handle and stuff?
2: Well, I'm just Shania Puffner on every platform. Um, yeah. If you yeah. want to see about the insides of flight attending and fashion and yeah. a, bit of, a bit of house decor stuff as well, I've got all of it. So yeah.
0: And hopefully we um, you get on some long haul flights and you get to Bali this year, oh. and we can see more more fun content yes. from you. Oh
2: my god, I hope so. Yes, it's going to be a much more interesting day in the life, so fingers crossed.
0: All
1: right, my
2: love, we shall speak to you very soon. Thank you. Yes, I'll speak to you soon. Have a good day. You okay, too.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Who I Met at the Market. Hunter Markets is committed to honouring the past, present, and future Indigenous communities and original owners of the land on which we